Welcome to the Giants Huddle. Get him in the huddle, get him in the huddle, get him in the huddle. A New York Giants podcast. I'm John Schmelk and welcome to another episode of the Giants Huddle podcast. Today's guest is Giants rookie cornerback Corey Ballantyne. But first, I want to remind you that if you're listening to this on Giants.com or the Giants mobile app, the Giants Huddle podcast is available on all podcast platforms, including TuneIn, iTunes, and wherever else you get your podcast. If you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave a positive review and a high rating. It'll help the podcast grow bigger and better than ever. Now our guest is Corey Ballantyne. The Giants selected Corey Ballantyne in the sixth round of the 2019 NFL Draft out of small Division II Washburn University. On the same day he was drafted that night, Corey suffered a tragedy. He was involved in a shooting with his best friend. They were victims. They were not involved in the shooting. And his best friend passed away. Corey was shot as well, and it took him a few weeks to recuperate before reporting to the Giants and getting ready to play football. And that's where we'll start with Corey. How have you been able to overcome that from an emotional and mental standpoint to have the type of success that you're having with the Giants so far this summer? Uh, well, um, I mean, initially it took me a little bit uh, to process everything and, um, you know, get used to my new my new future and, and everything that's going on. And I had a lot going on with football at the time. And um, the Giants gave me plenty of time to recover and plenty of time to get closure and mentally and physically. So, um, you know, that allowed me to, you know, rewire my thinking a little bit and realize that, you know, I've still got goals and stuff to accomplish here. So I kind of can't st- uh, stay in that uh, mental state. So um, I kind of went out there, um, you know, knowing that, you know, my friend wouldn't would want me to succeed and, you know, not hold that over my head. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to be out here doing my best. And, um, you know, I, I keep him in my heart all the time. But at the same time, I'm pushing forward, trying to see, you know, be the best player I could be. How long did it take you to catch up mentally? Because you didn't miss the first few weeks. Do you feel like right now you're exactly where everyone else on the roster is? Yeah, I think mentally I've definitely caught up. Um, And I think doing, you know, just having more reps helped a lot as well. Um, Initially, I was messing up a lot, but... Um, you know, once you, once you, exactly, but, but once you're, you know, once you're in there and you, you, you do the reps, um, I mean, if, even if you do them wrong, now you know what not to do. So it's still a learning uh, process, but, um, you know, I think I'm definitely where I'm supposed to be now. Uh, everything's a lot smoother and now, um, I think I can relax a little bit more and that's, that's why I'm making more plays on the ball at practice. So, you know, I think a lot of people think, you know, kid coming out of division two, you know, the level's a little bit lower. It's, it's, it's going to be a project. It's going to take them a lot of time to kind of get used to the NFL and come along. Yeah. But even with the missed time, you're going out there and making plays right away. Why do you think you've been able to make that jump in skill level, but also absorb all the mental stuff to, to have the success you've had early on? What is it about you that's allowed you to do that? Um, I think, you know, just my confidence. And I also think that I've been, you know, able to play with these guys at this level for a long time. Um, I think I just took a different road coming out of high school. Um, I think I, I could have played at a bigger school, but it just didn't work out that way. Mm-hmm. And um, I think as far as physical attributes and, you know, everything else, I match up well. It's just I happen to go a different, you know, direction. But I think I ended up in the, um, the same place that I, you know, I always wanted to be. So, um, you know, I'm just I'm just glad to have the opportunity to be out here with the guys and, and um, have some, you know, great guys in the room, experienced guys in the room that can help me uh, get better and be a better football player. What's been the biggest difference? Is it the mental part of it, the bigger playbook? Is it a more of a focus in terms of technique at the coaching? Yeah. What's the biggest difference between what you're doing at Division Two and what you're doing here with the Giants? Um, I think what I've noticed is in um, here, I mean, you're a professional now, so everything is on you to kind of push yourself to be better. Um, nobody's going to force you 
um, you know, or hold anything over your head to to make you want to be a good football player. You have to take it upon yourself to do um, certain things. So, um, I mean, just just trying to put myself in the best position um, and and also managing my time wisely, um, trying to, you know, spend more time in the playbook as opposed to my phone, <laughs> things, you know, things like that. Um, just being a professional, um, get, uh, taking care of my body. Um, and, and also the playbook is way different. Um, so, you know, just getting reps mentally and um, also talking to the older guys uh, that are playing that could give me a different perspective than the coaches um, on certain plays, things like that. But um, And then also on average, everyone's bigger and faster of course. than they are at Division Two. So um, that's also a learning curve for me. But um, I think I match up well there as, as well. So. What were you asked to do mostly in college? Was it a lot of zone, man, press, off coverage? What were you most comfortable with coming in? Um, I we played a lot of man. Um, initially, I was I was at Washburn for five five years. I redshirted in my uh, my freshman year, so um, initially we were a lot of man, press, man, and then my last year we kind of uh, played more zone. Um, so I got a little bit of both, and then I also played a little inside safety kind of slot, like um like our nickel. So um, I kind of got used to doing both, and um, as I've gotten here, I've been playing a little more off, and then I I press, depending on the down and the distance, I kind of do both, but um, I think I'm comfortable with both. Do you feel comfortable inside-outside here? Because I know you haven't done a lot in the slot up here, mm-hmm. but you know, you've know you kind of flashed there a little bit in, in practice, mm-hmm. and you've done off and press. Where are you right now more most comfortable with the Giants? Um, I think right now um, at corner just because um, I think I know the plays a little bit better playing nickel um, the the I mean you're blitzing you're doing a lot of different things oh, yeah, a, you lot have of, a lot more responsibility. It, it, a lot it's more tough. yeah so so you know just as far as um, as far as um, the playbook goes I think um, corner is a little easier to to think about now I could just react and play and when you know I play a little bit slower just because I don't know everything about the nickel position yet but um I mean maybe in the future they might work me in there I know they've already done it a little bit but um I wouldn't be opposed to doing it I don't mind being um being inside I think it's um you know it's just something you have to get used to it takes practice just like everything else so um I mean I enjoy both really how cool was it running out there and playing in your first NFL game, even though it was just preseason? Was it everything you imagined it to be and more? Yeah, it was amazing. Like, and the thing is, I had never been to a football game, like an NFL game before, like not even as a fan. So being down there on the field and looking up at the state, like the big stadium, there's people at the top, like it's so loud. There's fans like yelling my name. It's It's crazy to think about. And it's like, you know, something I've always wanted since I was in the fourth grade. And it's like now that it's here, you know, um, it's just a feeling I can't really explain, really. Um, it was just a blessing to be out there and then, and then, you know, be able to, you know, make plays with my, uh, with my teammates. It was fun. Take us to the interception. How'd you get it? Um, I mean, it, it was, it was kind of, it was kind of funny how it happened because it was, they had already ran that play before and I kind of, you know, was thinking in my head like, okay, this is the same formation, same person. Um, and I, in my head, I'm thinking this is going to happen, but I'm not sure. So I just kind of played for it. And, and actually, it was the one I got the pass interference on. It was the same exact play. And I'm like thinking to myself, I'm like, OK, next time, instead of, you know, trying to bat the ball away, I'm just going to catch it. And, um, you know, that I mean, that's what happened. Um, we talked about it on the sidelines. And, you know, me and some of the older guys were like, you know, you're going to get another chance. Um, he's going to throw it. And, and, you know, you just got to make a play on the ball. And. Um, I just went out there and tried to do my best, and I I turned around at the last second and I just went up for the ball and 
came down with it. And I, I mean, the feeling that was going through my, I almost forgot to start running, you know, because the rule is different in the NFL. Like, you know, in college, you're just down. Right. In the NFL, you can get up and run. So I almost forgot. But, you know, I heard guys yelling like, run, run, run. So, you know, I'm running. I'm like, okay. And then they blew the whistle. And I was just so excited, you know, to look over um, at the bench and see all the guys, the vets, you know, cheering me on and stuff. It was a good feeling. On the sure. defensive pass interference you mentioned, you did like 99% of the stuff right. Exactly. You your head around. Exactly. So what do you learn and take out of that reversal on the review in terms of how you're going to try to play those plays in the future? Um, I think, I think, I mean, just, just play more with my feet, um, and, and not use my hand so much. Um, I mean, with that rule being new as well, I think they just were kind of getting some practice at throwing, maybe throwing it. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. Um, cause I think a lot Everyone's of guys, learning how it's going to work. Exactly. Man. And yeah. I think, I think a lot of guys do the same thing that I, that I did. Um, I play the ball. Um, so, you know, maybe they're they're practicing just like I'm practicing, but I think it's just something some everyone will have to get used to as as with it being a new rule and um, having the replay. And now they can, you know, look into all the specific details of everything that went on. So, um, you know, I'm just going to, you know, try to try to play with more with my feet, less with my hands um, and play through the ball and and, um, you know, just maybe box out more things like that. Um, try not to get too handsy. I mean, because, I mean, what confused me was, was you know, they, they said I was holding his hand, but they didn't call defensive holding. They called pass interference. So it was throwing me off a little bit as well. But um, it's just, you know, I think a, a adjustment that everyone's got to make. So, you know, I'll get used to it and, and change it. What's your next step for you in terms of your progression, just in terms of what you want to accomplish in the second preseason game and moving forward? Um, I just want to keep improving, really. I mean, with my technique um staying more square um playing routes closer things like that and just learning from the older guys little you know nuances of the game um like you know ab is in the room this is his 14th uh season so you He's know he's been he, around a little bit exactly so you know he drops <laughs> you, know, you know he drops some tidbits of knowledge and um also jackrabbit as well um drops some knowledge on you know certain routes that i'll get from splits and things like that so just growing mentally my knowledge and um and you know, being being more disciplined in my technique, I think, and just just improving every day, um, I think, is really the main goal. I'm not, you know, looking out, looking to you know, go out there and be you know, Superman and do you know everybody's job at once, but just doing my job, staying within myself, and and um, trying to not get too overwhelmed with the moment, and just take advantage of you know everything that's coming my way. I don't think I've ever been on a team where you got three draft picks in the same position room at the same time. It's you, it's Julian, and it's Bake. Right. How have you guys kind of played off each other, trying to figure all this NFL stuff out at the same time? Um, I think it. I think it helps because you know we all kind of look at each other like you know we're not going through it alone. You know it's it's hard. You know being out there or being in the NFL is hard. You know people make it look easy on TV, but it's not. It's no. not easy at all. So you know just knowing that we're all going through the same thing and we just kind of help each other and you know. Um, when we're in the meeting room, sometimes we'll meet, you know, just just the rookies and then the coaches and um, just have our time together to, um, you know, get to know one another and also learn the plays and, you know, just get to know, you know, what each other likes to do on the field and, um, you know, just get familiar with the playbook and things like that. So it's, it's definitely helped, I think, and I'm, I'm enjoying it. They're great guys. Final question. This is kind of an inside cornerback technique question because yeah. I feel like cornerbacks around the league, we kind of talked about this, you know, in the hall the other day. Especially in press man, a lot of times corners have trouble getting their head around, and they oftentimes just play the receiver. And a lot of times they get defensive pass interference calls. Mm -hmm. One, you've played the ball so well in practice in the game, you get your head around as a corner. 
how do you know when the ball's in the air, when you can turn? Because when you turn sometimes, you slow down a little bit. You might lose track of the receiver. Right. How do you do that as a cornerback in terms of your technique on the field? Um, well, first of all, I think you, you have to be in the right position. You have to be in phase. If you're, if you're you know, beat and, and not in the right phase to play the ball, then, then you're going to watch him catch the ball. You know what I'm saying? So you have to be on his hip initially if you, if you want to turn around. And then, you know, kind of what I look at is – um, when the ball is in the air, I'm 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 hearing the crowd get louder. I'm seeing his eyes get a little bit bigger. Hands go up, right? hands go up, and then also um, the receivers will try to you know widen closer to the sideline to create more space. Mm. So once they try to you know create more space, then I kind of lean with them, you know, to close the space, and then that's when I kind of look and and I try to you know try to touch a hip or something to make sure I don't lose them, and um, that's kind of when I look to make sure. I mean, because you don't want to turn around and then lose the receiver. So as long as I think, as long as you're, you know, within reaching distance and you can touch them, I think um, it's fair to say that you can turn your head and play the ball. But um, if you're if you're not in the right position on the on the hip or, you know, where you're supposed to be, then I wouldn't turn around at all. I just play through the hands. It all comes down to technique. then. Exactly. Right. 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 Corey, great stuff, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks. That's Giants cornerback Corey Ballantyne. Excited to see him out there on the field this season for Big Blue. Want to remind you again, if you listen to this on Giants.com or the Giants mobile app, it's easier for you, better for us. Go to your favorite podcast platform, subscribe. If you're on Apple Podcasts, leave a positive review and a high rating and help the podcast grow. I'm John Schmelk. We'll see you next time on the Giants Huddle.